it do guys it's the connection podcast welcome everybody to the connection podcast where in just under an hour we are going to dive into the bible and come full circle with god and his word amen hey guys welcome to the 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 episode this episode if you guys are joining us for the first time welcome we are glad you are joining us here a little bit different setup than what we had previously uh move things a little around a little bit so we're experimenting yeah yeah Trying to make it good for y'all. Using what we can, doing what we can with what we got. So, yes. um, and if you're not list- watching us on YouTube, then you have no idea what we're talking about. So go over to YouTube and watch the video. Watch me drink coffee. Watch Easy drink coffee as he just did. So, hey guys, th- again, thank you for listening. Um, continue to, I don't know what I'm saying, y'all. I'm having a hard time. Huh, okay, here we go. <laughs> Watch your haircut for the next three episodes. Watch Matt's haircut grow back out. Watch my haircut. My uh, beautiful girlfriend decided to cut my hair just because she saw every oh, other person get their dang. Cut. So cute. Thank She's you. Trying to uh, earn some. What's the name? That one pastor, something Foster. Jeremy Foster. Jeremy, thank you, Jeremy Foster, for giving her that idea. <laughs> She's trying to get some brownie points. So hey, uh, we just hope you guys continue to share us, like, subscribe, comment. Ding the bell. <laughs> that was funny last time when I threw those little little pops in. Pop, 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 pop. pop. <laughs> All right, I'm going to add some, some effects into that. So like, subscribe, comment. Like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we are going to jump in. We are in a series called The Sixth Man, hey. where we are discovering what it looks like to be the next one in line, what it means to be the next man up, to have uh, the next go around kind of thing, to be that successor for people who are in leadership and what it looks like for us in preparation and uh, responsibility and in legacy. Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about Saul and David and a little bit of Solomon uh, here at the end. Also, y'all, if you see me turn around to fix that screen, that's because it's going to turn off probably here soon. But nonetheless, let's jump in to Saul. We're going to start off with Saul in this. Um, so preparation, there's not really a, 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 a scripture for all of this because there's a lot of scripture for both of these people, for Saul and David and Solomon. Um, we'll see in like other episodes where there's a, kind of a scripture that kind of ties them in together really well. But for this, we're going to just um, stick with each kind of individual person. All right. So Saul's preparation number one is 10 to the donkeys. What? <laughs> what do I mean by that? Um, let me read this and then we can kind of discuss first Samuel chapter nine, verse three says, now the donkeys belonging to Saul's father, Kish were lost. And Kish said to his son, Saul, take one of the servants with you and go and look for the donkeys. Okay. So what happens in this story is that Saul goes on, uh, this long journey to find the donkeys. Um, and he keeps, he can't find them. They keep looking everywhere. They don't find them. And he has this encounter with Samuel and Samuel is, he's a, prophet, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a prophet, um, who anoints Kings to be over Israel. And Saul has this encounter with Samuel and anoints him to be King as God told Samuel to do so. So what's interesting about this, um, and tend to the donkeys, you know, search for the donkeys is that had Saul not obeyed his father and going out and looking for them, that he would have never met Samuel, uh, in this moment for that opportunity. We kind of talked um, or sorry, in the book of Esther, we talked in our own group, how in the book of Esther, you know, Esther is prepared for such a time when she becomes queen. Um, same kind of, same kind of idea where Saul is 
um, in this moment where he actually is appointed to have this encounter with, with Samuel. So what we kind of learned from this is to embrace a small and humble beginnings. And Matt, you had a little bit, a question on this that we can discuss with 10 to the donkeys that we can learn. And yeah, I was just, when I read that, I just thought it was kind of cool how, um, they so both saw and David had to tend to their father's mm-hmm. uh, herd, whatever it may be, donkeys or sheep. And it was just interesting that uh, Saul's donkeys were lost and David's sheep were never lost. But uh, yeah. So speaking of that, let's quickly jump down to then David, which is tend to the sheep. So David's preparation. We're going to do this a little bit differently than we did in the last episode. We're going to go back and forth between. Um, each character between Saul and David and see what each one looks like because they are similar. Yeah. Right? So again, Saul's preparation was tend to the donkeys. David's preparation is tend to the sheep. And this is out of 1 Samuel chapter 16, verses 8 through 11, when it says, Then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shammah pass by, but Samuel said, Nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but, ne- but Samuel said to him, The Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are, all, are these all the sons you have? Well, they're still the youngest, Jesse answered, and he's tending the sheep. He's out working. He's out working. He's, he's, doing, what God, he's doing what God's called him to do, right? Yeah. And so the difference here, I mean, kind of a difference, but what you're talking about, man, is that the sheep aren't lost. But the donkeys are lost. Yeah. So what do you think is like, what's, what's the significance behind that? It's a good question, Noah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let my boy answer. And I'll find <laughs> uh, Don't do that. I defer. <laughs> uh, wow. I, just, I think it just shows the faithfulness of David and his heart towards his father's sheep. Um, and then again, that's Jesus, right? towards his father's sheep that he came for and everything. But anyways, I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Um, it, just, it just shows the different kind of hearts because David didn't have to be told he was already doing. I'm sure like at the beginning, he, he, you know, they had to teach him like everybody else. But once he already knew, like he took initiative, I'm assuming, and he was out there. Like his dad, the difference between, you know, the dads were that David's dad was like, oh yeah, he's out there doing the sheep already saw like his dad had to call him you know and like remind hey go get the sheep like you lost them you know what i'm saying and like david didn't so i think it's just character and heart and you could already see it from the beginning and preparation and stuff and they both prepared to like they they prepared uh similarly but the heart was different and it kind of reminds me of iverson and iguodala like iverson he was the better player so you know and saw was the better looking person the more fitted supposedly but I, Iverson didn't have longe- longevity like like Iguodala, and they both practiced the same. I, I you know I bet. But Iguodala, he's practice. Yeah, and exactly, and and Iverson like he was like you talking about practice. Like he he didn't even want to practice anymore. Like after a while, he thought he was too good for that. These are know? basketball players you're talking about. Yeah, for our non basketball listeners. Yeah, they're, they're basketball <laughs> non basketball fans. Google listeners. them. Actually, you know uh, Iguodala's been winning. How much rings does he have now with the Warriors? He's got three. Gas three Iverson, <laughs> how much? And he hasn't been on the NBA for in the NBA for like what 10, 12 years? 10, 12 years yeah. Crazy man, <laughs> wild. Anyways, yeah, that was good. I knew it was in there somewhere. I was waiting for you to get to it. I I didn't know, but I was I knew that there's that was gonna come up. 
So again, uh, Saul, tend to the, to the donkeys, go look for the lost, which can preach itself, you know, finding those lost. It just reminds, like, for me, it just reminds me of, like, the type of people that they are. Like, David definitely, I can relate more with Saul, and I'm going to be honest. Okay. In this one, in this, in this one, in this one, because, like, David is that type of kid, which is, like, my younger brother, Paul, like he'll wake up in the morning, he so make hard. his bed, he made his bed, yeah. he's showered and cleaned and all that stuff, and he's like already out the door. He doesn't have to be told what to do. As for me, it's like my dad be coming to the door, like pop, 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 like yo, easy, it's ten thirty, get your ass up, <laughs> like, <laughs> and like I'm like, oh my gosh, I got till two more hours till noon, and I'm like, I don't have work till one o'clock, I'm good. You know, yeah. but like that's that that's I I connect more with Saul on that, yeah. You know, on that preparation part because it was like, for me at least in the past, it's always been like I've been trying to catch up, and that's what it seems like Saul was doing is like David was already out there, and like on his game, whereas Saul was like kind of like always running to be in that position. Whereas yeah. it kind of seems like David always fell, like it was like always lined up with it. Yeah. You know? I think that was good too, because I can relate for that essence too, early on in my walk, because um, I remember it, it's, it's so bad, but I remember early on where um, I was brand new to the faith. And I remember that my aunt had to come get me every morning. I would be <laughs> asleep and it'd be like 9.50, services at 10, you know? She'd be, she'd be like at my house knocking on my door like, yo, you need to get up. Like, we're going to go. I'm not leaving until you get in the car, you get dressed. We're going to church. So that's what it reminded me of as far as um, what you're talking about character because early on my character, my heart wasn't fully in it. I had a foot in and a foot out yeah. early on in my walk. And that's how I could relate to that. And now it's funny you said that because uh, last few years, I feel like I've been playing catch up where what I should have been doing early on. Now it's like, oh, now I'm trying to catch up because I feel like I lost like the first year or two, you know, which I didn't like, you know, God redeems that. But I, that's how I was feeling during that time. Like, oh, I'm trying to play catch up now as far as like my spiritual walk where I feel like I should be putting that pressure on myself. So it's, it's crazy. But yeah, I can relate to that. And like just the imagery I get of like Saul always like running out there kind of late to like the donkeys not really, and not, just like not like really caring about it right he's just kind of like, like, uh, kinda, like you're kind of you're kind of like he's kind of like me in the sense where he's like going out there to start working and like starting his day and he's kind of just like oh if i could just like be in my bed or something you know and just be chilling and, it, and it's crazy because like you would think that saw because it says in the bible that he just was in the physical aspect a superior yeah. Man, we're gonna get into that too. So you would think that like he had like because he had the ability to more than David, but he didn't. He was just it was character. So it's like and and then like the people saw all the abilities that he he had and they picked them or whatever to be their king and stuff. And, and it makes me wonder like how many times like I look at somebody's ability when they speak or preach or whatever mm. and like want to be their friend or like want to get to know them just because of that and then i'm missing out on the person who's like sitting down on the bench or sitting down on the on, on just the chairs you know or or picking up offering and stuff and doesn't have or i'm not gonna say doesn't have it but just i haven't really seen them because their abilities you know yeah that's good what's interesting too is that both saul and david were doing exactly what they were supposed to be doing when they were anointed mm-hmm so it's, it's, 
there are differences, but they're also doing the exact same thing, which I think God is trying to show. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. Which brings me back to my last point. I just thought this Tom Brady. Ah, okay. They, they, the scouts overlooked him because he didn't have the ability. (laughs) He didn't have the ability, quote unquote, but Tom Brady took the time to on the, on the, on the off. You when know, he was the, hidden. He was hidden. He took the ability to like learn from people and stuff. And like when it was his turn, come on. Man. I was going to say, you're going to, you, so for everyone listening, that Easy is a Patriots fan. And so him and Tom Brady have a, a love six. relationship. We got six, baby. <laughs> Who's we're going to get seven without Tom Brady. I was going to say, who he's with? <laughs> we're going to get seven without him. It's okay. So also very interesting too is that, you know, both of what we, what we saw last time was that preparation is hidden. And here yet again, preparation is hidden again. No one's out seeing David doing his thing in this, with the sheep. No one's seeing Saul run from town to town trying to find a donkey. So there's, there's, we're going to start to, to discover throughout this series that there's a, preparation is very similar for every single person. It's just like what it looks like in that is how it's different, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're going to learn that preparation is all, it's all hidden. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, what if... What if Saul's preparation was seen because it was by Samuel? Mm. I could have, yeah. Where Samuel didn't really see David's preparation. Interesting. But Samuel, uh, you know what? You know what? I think that's actually, I think you're actually right because that's going to tie in really well with when we get down to legacy for Saul and how it is different from David's and everyone else's legacy. I like, I like that. Keep that in mind. All right. So, uh, real quick on David, just the best way to get prepared, again, embrace the small beginnings, be obedient to do what God commands. Um, again, both David and, or sorry, Saul and David in this moment are, they, they're small beginnings, right? They're finding animals, they're taking care of animals, not really doing much, right? A, a standard, typical common job. But with David, had he not been with the sheep, he wouldn't have required the skills that would take him to the next level. Right? So there's something about preparation that we learn when you are in that place where God has you hidden, when you are in the place where you're just doing uh, what God has told you to do and, and being obedient, you are actually acquiring skills that you're going to need later on. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's go to number two, responsibility. Obeying God for Saul. Obeying God always involves sacrifice, but sacrificing is not always obeying God. So the story behind this is Saul and his men are fighting, in a, in a, fighting an army. And I think that if I remember correctly, forgive me if I'm wrong in this, but Saul's men kind of flee and they're starting to like get all worried because the armies are uh, coming against them or um, it's basically the last, the last minute where Saul, Samuel told Saul to wait and for him to get back to, to do the sacrifice. And Saul instead takes things into his own hand, his own hands and says, Oh, well, we thought it would, be, it, would, it would have been fine because God likes a sacrifice. But a sacrifice misplaced is not always good, right? Mm. So we can sacrifice things in our lives, but that doesn't mean God wanted that. It doesn't mean that it was required. It doesn't mean that it was the right thing needed. to do. Yeah. So. Which brings, brings actually, that's crazy that you say that because now a thought, another thought comes in. And it's crazy how Saw, like all of us, really, a lot of us, like Saw only takes initiative for what he wants. Yep. 
he didn't take initiative as we were mentioning earlier with the donkeys but he takes initiative when Saul told him wait so it's like well he only does what he wants to do like take initiative and it makes me wonder um how uh it just makes me wonder. <laughs> I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I think we all did. Caught me off guard. For everyone watching, we have some guests coming into hey, the podcast right now. The ladies, the just ladies are all in. here. <laughs> we have the camera going, so yeah, the camera's going. So if you want to be on camera or not. <laughs> All right, let's keep you. Got full house. house now. Check out our story too. They have full house in there. They're saying hi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, the 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 story. Record it, bro. Record it. For The full house right now. All right, guys, let's keep going. First uh, Samuel fifteen twenty two uh, kind of gives us a backstory into this, where it says, "But Samuel replied." This is after. Um, Saul's kind of arguing with Samuel and saying like, well, I offered a sacrifice. Like, isn't it good? And Samuel says, but Samuel replied, does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Right. Let me, let me see that, that, that the key phrase right there to obey is better than sacrifice. I like that. Why do you like that? Cause if you obey, there wouldn't be, like there wouldn't be a need of sacrifice. If we just obeyed, we wouldn't have a need for sacrifice. That's the only reason why there is sacrifice, because in the beginning, we didn't obey. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Point, point, point being with Abraham, like, he had, he had, um, he was like, all right, God. <laughs> he was like, all right, God, you ain't, you ain't coming through like you said you would. So, like, I'm going to make this happen on my own. And he did. And then God's like, all right, like, I get it. I get it. You wanted to make it happen. So you did. Yeah. And then now God's like, all right, now your real blessing's coming into place. And then the blessing does. And yeah. then God's like, all right, one, one's got to go. Bring it back to me. One's got to go. So you pick. Do you want the blessed child that I told you that would be? Or did you want the one that you made on your own? So yeah. he, has to, he had to sacrifice because he wasn't obedient a situation so he go ahead but the flip to that also is when he was obedient to go take his son nothing happened, nothing happened. he didn't need a sacrifice right. yeah so it makes me wonder like how much times i've suffered in my life because <laughs> because of my stupidity bro because i was an obedient you know and i think a big thing is patience too sometimes we want certain things at a certain time you know whether it's like Abraham wanted a kid, you know, like they wanted a kid. So they went and did their own thing because they didn't want to wait. Yeah. And it's like, you need to be on God's timeline, not your own timeline. Yeah. If not, you are going to have to make sacrifices. Like you said, like Abraham did Well, not necessarily, but you put yourself in those situations when you fall on your own plan, pretty much. Yeah, I agree. Okay. So now, so Matt, what you said too, with Saul, right? Saul is very self-centered, Right. When we, if you guys go through and read First Samuel, you'll understand that, like, First uh, Samuel fifteen, that Saul is like, but like, I thought it was good. I obeyed. We did this. We did that. And we thought like we'd bring back some of the spoils for God and sacrifice it for Him. Yeah. 
That's not always the best thing to do. That's a self-centered thing. Like, well, I can do this just as well as anybody else can. Or I, you know, God has called me just the same as that person. God's like, I didn't tell you to do that. Yeah. What's crazy about this too, is that Samuel says, if you had just waited a little bit longer, your throne would have, would have been established forever. Yeah. But because of this one momentary, one moment of disobedience, Saul's throne is gone. And from that, basically from that moment on, God's like, I got to choose somebody else now. Yeah. Well, because of one moment of disobedience, we're all in this rut. It it really makes me wonder like, yo, like I could have been well off better i mean <laughs> you know i don't i know what you mean I, whatever the struggle okay cool we get the struggle but sometimes like it man what if i would have just be, been obedient you know had like, i had i just waited for that moment and i mean i go through that all the time where it's like had i just waited for one little thing like had i just given it one more moment and certain things and i'm sure a lot of people have listened to where it's like had i just waited for that other job to pop up and don't I know, I know. Hey, hey, let's, let's be real. Let's, let's be real. Hey, we've all been there where we're like, we're like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and I'll just ask for forgiveness later because I know God is is uh, is is forgiving, you know. And yeah, He is. That's the sacrifice because of what Jesus did. Luckily, we could ask for forgiveness, but it's not building anything, right? Exactly. It doesn't build anything. <sighs> And obed- um, actually, Melissa and I were, were talking about this. We did a Bible study and how we talked about grace is good, right? We, we get it. We love grace. But grace doesn't build anything. Obedience builds. Obedience builds. But grace yeah. gives the permission to build. Yeah. But you have to obey mm, to actually build right. something. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it's, and we think the opposite. We think that grace builds. It's like, no, it gives permission. Yeah. But it doesn't build really grace much. Grace is the way. Obedience yeah. builds. I like that. So here's the difference between Saul and David, right? Because David's responsibility then is Kadush Hashem. That's a Hebrew word and it means keep the name of God holy. Or it basically means like like Okay, you're gonna throw the Greek at us? <laughs> <laughs> and then you and then you can speak in some tongues later. <laughs> so, okay. This, this Kadush Hashem, right? It means a religious or moral act that causes others to reverence God, right? This is really the moment where David's like, I am putting God above myself. My responsibility is keeping God's name holy among the people, right? Whereas we've seen, if you guys read through the Bible and go through all the judges and the kings and stuff, we don't see this. They're all kind of, basically there's like a few select uh, good kings throughout Judah and Israel's kind of time of the kings and, and those books. But David comes in the scene and he's like, actually, we're going to like honor God in everything that we do. And we see this all throughout David's life. I mean, his David is described. If you know, like if I say the name David, most Christians will say like a man after God's own heart. Right. That's what we attribute to the David, king of Israel, the king of Israel. But we see him doing this all throughout his life with Goliath, right? Standing up when no one would to Goliath and saying, no, 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 you can't talk about my God like that. Which is crazy because even before he's king, he's doing the things that a king should do. Even before he's in that place to have that authority, he's doing the things that require that kind of authority with keeping God holy. Um, he spared Saul's life twice. He defeated his en- enemies because of what he did twice, <laughs> because of what he did with the sacrifices for God. He kept the Ark of the Covenant in Jerusalem. Um, he gave Mephibosheth a, a seat at the king's table where like, he quote-unquote didn't belong. He eventually 
goes into like making Solomon his son king, right? Yeah. Goes into that legacy part. And when he messed up, David messed up. He was a murderer. He was an adulterer. He was a liar. Like y'all can go read about David and uh, Bathsheba, <laughs> like caught up in that adulterous Bath lifestyle. Bathsheba. Did I say Bathsheba? There's a reason, why. There's a reason why they called her Bathsheba. Because she was in the bath. <laughs> And that That's means she was naked. <laughs> David's up there on the on the you corner. He's like, Bathsheba in the Greek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that name actually oh. means. <laughs> no, so but, but when David did mess up, he immediately turned back to God and said, "Forgive me, God. Like I messed up. I need to atone for my sin. I need to come back to you and keep your name holy again." And that's what's important because we go through life and we do mess up, right? We are imperfect human beings. We're gonna mess up. I know Easy doesn't, but like, <laughs> hey, bro, you just brought up another point. This might even be a little off, but go ahead, go ahead. Back to the whole, the obedience builds yeah, and grace allows, yeah. allows to build, or sometimes it allows, sometimes it doesn't. But this is the reason why I say it because because of David's disobedience, he wasn't allowed to build God's temple, right? Ah. <laughs> which which will go into legacy too. All right, his son yeah, Solomon. So. Stop me, stop me. I'm about to catch on fire. Holy Spirit. <laughs> so what we see, um, a good a good verse I, th I thought for this, for David's responsibility was that, uh, it's in 2 Samuel 8, 15. It says, David reigned over all Israel doing what was just and right for all his people. Right? Not for himself because there are verses in the Bible where it says, and everyone did as they saw fit. Yeah. Everyone's doing their own thing, but David says, no, we're going to do what God calls us to do. Right? All right, last little bit here um, for Saul and David. Last, obviously, legacy. If you guys have been listening, you know that this is not about you. Except Saul made it about him. Always. The, every single time that Saul is doing something, he's doing it for himself. He's trying to build up his own name and not keeping God's name holy, yeah. which is complete opposite of David, which is, is such a good contrast for this, this idea. So, and we see, that when, we see that when we have descriptions of Saul, right? Every time we see a description of Saul, it's that like it's about his image and his appearance, his outward thing, his physical appearance, right? Which you said earlier, Matt, where it's like, um, you know, he was he was a head higher than the rest, and he was handsome. So it's always it, for Saul. It's always about the physical. It's always about what can I get? What what's in it for me? Yeah. Which is con have you seen good-looking people ain't that spiritual? That's why. That's a joke. <laughs> I feel like I have That's seen that. That's a joke, because look at me. <laughs> yeah. look, look at all of us. Look at my hair right now. Look at this. Look at this. Quarantine hair right now. <laughs> we got the hat bros, and we got the Don't look at my no pimple, cut bro. bros. Don't look at my pimple. <laughs> so then, obviously, with David, we see that this is not about David. This is not about you. Um, so basically, at the end of David's life, he tells Solomon, like, hey, you're going to build a temple. David had asked God, like, I want to build a temple, Lord. And God's like, no, you can't. Like, your son's going to build a temple. And David's like, okay. And so at the end, that kind of like David's last dying breath or his last kind of declaration was that he says to Solomon, um, you know, be strong, act like a man, Ob observe what the Lord your God requires, walk in obedience. There's that thing, walk in obedience, <laughs> keep his decrees and commands, his laws and regulations. Like, all these things, and he's saying, do so that you so that you can prosper in all you do and wherever you go, because David had experienced that. David understood that when I keep God holy, when I put Him first, wherever I go and whatever I do, it prospers because God's with me, right? That's how He won so many battles. That's why Israel was in such a good 
kingdom when David wasn't a king. It was like the best Israel had ever had under David. So again, David's final charge to Solomon, walk in faith and obedience to God. Keep him holy and you will prosper. Right? And that's all we got. I mean, is, is there anything else you guys want to talk about in all of this with Saul and David? We, you know, we kind of threw Solomon in there a little bit at the end, but um, Solomon messes up too. He follows in his dad's footsteps and Solomon messes up. He has all, all kinds of wisdom. But again, we just keep seeing this happen where it's like, I'm prepared in the dark, in the dark place. I'm doing what I'm told to do. Uh, I have a responsibility. I'm owning up to it. And I understand that this is not about me, but yet it's just, it doesn't seem like we're just, it's never enough. It's kind of like we're, we're still kind of searching and searching and trying to find that one person who will f- figure it out all out. And I mean, if you all know, then you know where we're going with all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think with, uh, with legacy, I just think I just want to make a point of, of David, like in his heart, the difference was like, I just think it's so crazy because there's a part where David, um, God told him, okay, you're not going to build the temple. But David, towards his end of the his reign, he provides a lot of the material. Yeah, that's and even the land, and even the land he yeah. buys the land where it's gonna oh. happen and stuff. And it's like he's like, all right, well, let me figure out a way on how I could prepare, prepare it yeah. at least. You Ooh, know, that like, is so that, good. And that's a, that's the thing. Like that's about this. I'm gonna bring it back to the six man because a six man, like again, Iguodala, right? Like he could have been a starter in other teams. But he decided to sacrifice the position for a ring for the for for what's ahead, you know. So it's kind of like just crazy how David had that same heart. He was like, I'm not going to, you know, even though I'm not going to start anymore, but I see the bigger picture. I see the bigger picture and the bigger picture is the ring. The big, bigger picture is the glory of God. And he's like, you know what? I can't build this and I'm not going to build it. But you know what? Like, I'm going to provide what I can. And the six man comes off the bench providing what they can. Yeah. And, and, and plays his part. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah, I think that's perfect. <laughs> what he said. Yeah. So again, um, so then segueing into our next episode then. So David sets up this great kingdom. David does a fantastic job of being after God's own heart as people have described him and really understanding what it means that it's like, this is not about me. This is about something so far greater what you're saying, Matt. Um, and again, you know, like we learned with after Moses and Joshua, the people, they uh, just kind of forget what, what God did for them. So, and same kind of thing with David after David, you know, the, eventually we, we, we go through this, I, was, I would say cycle. It's a redemption cycle, not a sin cycle, but it's, it's a, it's a cycle of always saying like, God, you've brought me through this. You've prepared me. You've done this. It's not about me, but God, it's about you. But there's always a point where it's like, we forget. And we're going to figure out like what God does with the next episode of, of, you know, smack it on you. Yeah. God's like, okay, I need to be, I need to go a little bit more here. Yeah. So cool. All right, guys. Well, we're going to end it with that. But before we do, in our typical fashion, we are going to say this prayer for salvation for anybody who would like to uh, give their life to Christ, give their life to God, and and uh, begin new, begin something new in their life. Because we, uh, this is a new beginning. We know that Jesus came, died for us on the cross, and we have new life in Him. So I'm going to say this, and then if you all can repeat after me, we're going to say, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, I believe, I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Is the Son of God. I believe. He came for me, died for me, and rose again just for me. I am choosing to follow Jesus and make him 
my Lord and Savior. Today is my new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you guys just made that decision for the first time, we are celebrating with you as you just heard from that loud celebration. That's a good one. Um, and we want to hear from you uh, because you made the best decision of your life. This is a new beginning. So send us an email, connection.podcast3 at gmail.com. Or hit us up in the DMs on Instagram, tag us on Direct stories. message. Anything like that yes. would be fun. We appreciate it. Let us know. We'll send you a Bible. We'll pray for you. We'll, we will send do whatever Bible. we can for you guys because we'll we are here. Buy you a here. mountain bike. Get yourself a mountain bike. Get a mountain bike. Get a mountain bike. <laughs> Get you a camelback with it. There you go. We'll go hiking with you. We'll go hiking with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just want to let you guys know we are all here for you to support you along this journey because it's not meant to be done alone. So, Amen. All right, guys. Continue, as always, to like, subscribe, comment, share, tag. It's going to be over here. Or over here, or uh, up uh, somewhere. It's, this is gonna be the end screen. We're gonna put us out. Whatever. Y'all know what to do. Share us, tag us, subscribe. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Have a fantastic week. We love you all. Peace out. Peace out.